Man, we gonna have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. Yo, yo, Vancouver, Vancouver, welcome to another episode, yes, another episode of Sippin' on a 40, my name Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N, yes, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N, that one is for you, Matt Sakaris, yes, I spell my name a couple times, why not, why not, go follow me on Instagram and Twitter and OnlyFans, maybe, alright, alright, depends, okay? Depends. 27 years old, haven't been making that money podcasting just yet. So we're getting a little desperate, right? Let's go to OnlyFans. Why not? Kyle Bowen. Go follow me. <laughs> Special episode of Sipping Tonight on the Nux Misconduct Network. Yes, we got Ryan Lee Hall, AM730, the SCT show. But most importantly, right? Most importantly, AM730. We got the guy. Helping the people out, helping the city out, being a fucking superhero in the mornings and afternoons and after work. Navigating people through traffic. You know how important Ryan is? Ryan is one of the most important people in the city of Vancouver. Okay, can we give him a round of applause? Do we got that button on deck? Can we give him one? Can we give him one, please? There you go. There you go, bud. Unbelievable. Jeez Louise, we didn't ask him if he's on a helicopter or inside of a helicopter every morning. We should have. We should have. That would have been cool. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. We we didn't just talk about his life as a a superhero. We went through Canada. Yes, Canada. Because we wanted to compare the Vancouver Canucks, your Vancouver Canucks, to the rest of their division opponents. Apparently. Yes, apparently coming up in this season and that's all we do one love to ryan hope you enjoy the episode the conversation you're listening to sipping on a 40 yes yes vancouver you're back on sipping on a 40 we have ryan lee hall am 730 sct show on the program how's it going you know what it's uh, it's going pretty good finally on sipping finally on sipping hey bro i think uh honestly bro I think I want the traffic guy as a regular on the program, right? It's got to happen. Oh, it's shit. got to happen. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's got to happen. We need that voice on the network. We need the voice on the show. How was the traffic today in the city? Okay, fill, fill the people up. How's it going on the streets? You know what? Not uh, not too bad, actually. With the wind and whatnot, it does cause a lot of extra problems. Okay. But it hasn't been that bad Jeez. the last two days. Okay. About three days ago, it was crazy. Damn. Do you like the crazy days? Gets you busy, right? <laughs> then you're a superhero. Crazy days. Yeah, crazy days make it go quick. But do Otherwise, you, do, you're just sitting there saying the same do, thing over do, and over. Do you feel the pressure, though? Because, bro, okay, I know doctors are important. I know they're really important, especially in 2020. But I'm telling you, okay, traffic, reporters, the people who keep you updated, those motherfuckers are important, too, man. You you are low-key a superhero. Yeah, traffic's underrated. It Everyone is. needs to tune into traffic. Everyone gets stuck in traffic. I you want to know where to get to the quickest, right? Yes, and you can't text and drive. You know, not everyone has no. a GPS going on you know what i'm saying they can't pull up their phone they need ryan lehaw's voice <laughs> in their car do you, do you feel as if you've um you've developed a better radio voice podcast voice because of that job i mean again oh, it's, a, it's a superhero like job you have to sound right 100 mm-hmm, 100 right you just get those reps in and 
Uh, it's one of those things where it's almost like you're getting paid to practice. Paid to practice. Oh, yeah. bro. Oh, my. You're living the dream. <laughs> you're living the dream, bro. Because I, you know, I appreciate all, all the episodes we put out and we haven't blown up yet, but I do believe that we've put ourselves in a, in a great position to just open the door and press record and get a lot of practice in. But, bro, that paid practice? Another one. Another one. You are listening to Sippin' on a 40 again. Ryan Lehal, Lehal, SET Show, AM 730 on the show. And you hear the music in the background, okay? Oh, Canada playing in the background. Uh, we heard, I believe it was someone in the Vegas organization, okay? Not the smartest person when it comes to the game of hockey, leaking that, yo, that the Canadian division is probably going to be a thing. Ryan, do you think that Jim Benning at Aquilini knew about this and it kind of changed their approach to this offseason because real talk, we'll get, we'll get into this later. I mean, if you look at the, the Canucks top end players, it stacks pretty well against the rest of Canada, uh, AKA the, the rest of the division. It does. It does. I mean, I would say almost every team probably knew about it, right? Like Vegas knew about it. Almost every team they had to have known about it. I don't think that really changed Jim Benning's plans or, you know, course for planning or whatnot. Cause I think one of the big things is, a lot of people don't really know what their plan is. Yes. Uh, okay, is, is that is that just a Vancouver thing? I think people, according to, you know, Canucks Twitter and Vancouver in general, they just believe Benning's the only one that doesn't have a plan. But do you think the whole league is like that? No, you know what? I mean, Gordon Miller was saying, you know, we fans owe Jim Benning an apology. And I'm kind of like looking at that and like, okay, I can see why he would say that. He, he did help bring up, you know, a pretty nice core, under 25, under 24, whatnot. But the one thing is, is that Jim Benning's, again, you have to say cap management hasn't really been the best. It's been one like of the worst. Else, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, been, it's been the worst. It yeah. has to have been the worst. I mean, he's built this nice core, but he hasn't been able to build around it. Oh, yeah. But don't you think it's too early to, to like, accuse him of that? And at the same time, though, I'm, I'm saying all this and I'm being a little optimistic towards Jim Benning because, you know, the, the, the dude proved me prove me wrong to some sense. You know, I was the biggest Jim Benning hater of all time, okay? I was starting Fire Benning probably in 2015, 2016. Like, real talk, right when he got there, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Because shit would just whack. Lucas Pisa, one of the worst Canucks of all time. This guy gave him a $10 million deal. It, it, was, just, it was just there. Nick Benino, Brandon Sutter, not even seeing Brandon Sutter play a game, signing him to a big deal, kind of like Josh Anderson-like. You know, it was just, it was just bizarre. I was the biggest Jim Benning hater, but last year, and based on some of the results this year, I kind of just want to shut up, you know? And I kind of like being proven wrong by the people in Vancouver. Real talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do need to give them. We keep saying you need to give Jim Benning time. You need to give Jim Benning time. You can say right now is his plan or, you know, lack of plan of, or, you know, we don't really know what the plan is, especially here in, in, in Vancouver. We'll always keep saying that. But something's happening. Something's happening with this team. You can see it. Yeah. They are making those strides forward. They're getting better. They're being competitive. And then now it's just kind of like, can Jim take that next step forward? How yeah. many more years do you give him to do that? Oh, I, I, with with all the optimism uh, optimism towards Jim Benning, I do believe that if, if shit hits the fan this season, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. He has to be. He's gone. Right? He's gone. Playoffs are bust. He's still, he's still on that, you, you better prove me something, even though you proved something last season. Real mm -hmm. talk. Real talk. He's still on that on that wave. You're listening to Sippin' on a 40, Kyle Bowen talking to you. Most importantly, Ryan Lehal is on the show too. And again, we're going across Canada, the Canadian division. Let's compare the top players from every single team, all right? And then we'll throw in uh, the goalie situation. And when I say that, I mean both the goalies, both the goalies, because that matters. We're talking about a condensed season, both goalies, uh, they're going to be needed. So with the Canucks, you have, 
well, let's let's name five players, maybe six, okay, for each team. You got you got the Horvats, the Pedersen, the Hughes, Besser, Miller, and I'm gonna throw Sch- Schmidt in there too. I think he's a play driver. I really do. I think he's part of that core. That part of that core, I really do. And then you look at their goaltending duo, Hopi and Demko. It's not, it's not the best because Demko is still unproven, and Hope Hopi has been struggling the last couple of years. But that core, compared to the rest of Canada, I still believe it is is going to help this team make the playoffs next season. Real talk. Mm-hmm, easily, the one thing I'll say about Vancouver is that they've got a player like a young stud in almost every position. And yes. I don't think you can say that about almost any other Canadian team, right? They've got Demko. They've got, um, who am I thinking of? Quinn Hughes, obviously, at yeah. D. They've got Pedersen. They've got Horvat. They've got Bester. So they've got wingers, centermen, defensemen, goalies. 100%. Like, if Demko pans out, or just even if Holpe and Demko can, you know, somehow replicate what they got last year in net, I mean, they, they have the advantage in every one of those positions when those players are on the ice. You know, Quinn Hughes mm-hmm. and Pedersen are not playing 60 minutes. But I, I do think... That is their advantage, their top-heavy talent. Now, if you look to Edmonton, I mean, I, I think Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, they take the cake. You know, they're probably two of the best. Yeah, they're 1-2 they're in the league. <laughs> Real talk, best players in the league, you, you could argue that. The rest of it, though, I don't know. I don't know. You know, you could throw Nurse in there, right? Their, their goaltending is still led by who? Koskinen and Mike Smith? You still don't know about that. <laughs> Would you put Tyson Berry as part of that, you know, that great six? Nuge is there. I don't. I don't feel as if they they really stack up with the Canucks. Even though, again, their top heavy players, McDavid and Drysaddle, are the best of the bunch. They are, but it gets then super, super quick. Super the quick. thing about Nuge is like, I don't know about you, but I've kind of been disappointed by him. Bernie B. Boy for eh? number one overall pick. Yeah. Bernie B. Boy, yeah, but it's like people thought he would have been almost like you know their best player ever. You know, McDavid level esque almost. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't hit those heights, and it's always kind of been like with Nuge. It's like it's not going to get any better. Like this is it, really, for him. He's what twenty-seven now. Whoa! Well, come on, I'm twenty-seven. You don't think it's going to get any better than this for me? I mean, uh, I'm twenty-seven too. Hey, so there you go. Hey, right? Anything is possible. Okay, anything is possible. <laughs> and you know, we like to do this on the network. We we like to give a shout out to the BC Buds. All right, the BC Buds, Nuge. Uh, you know, maybe not for Edmonton's sake, maybe just for your own sake. Uh, I think that the there's still room to grow there. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, so we had Nuge, Darnell Nurse, McDavid, Drysidle. Ah, uh, do you do you throw in? Yeah, you, I guess you gotta throw in Kyler, Yamamoto. I guess Yamamoto. right. It gets thin yeah. fast. It gets thin fast here, bro. You know what I'm gonna do here, bro? I'm putting Jajar in the mix. Okay, Brown <laughs> boy. Shout out to Surrey. Okay, shout out to Surrey. Edmonton uh, again. I don't. I don't think you really. I don't think you really have it when it comes to you know that 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 depth. At that top six that we're talking about here. Uh, let's go to Calgary, okay? Matthew Kachuk, Johnny Gaudreau, Jacob Markstrom. Uh, he, he's probably the, the best goaltender in Canada next to Carey Price. Let's, let's be honest. I think I said Sean Monaghan. Mark Giordano. Uh, you know what? About Markstrom, Elias Lindholm? I think I'm going to go with Connor Hellebuck, best goalie in Canada. Ooh, sorry, man. Sorry. Okay, I said I'm not yeah, the smartest guy. No, no, you're <laughs> right. You're right. He, he is. Uh, he's fucking amazing, bro. He's fucking amazing, man. Uh, that's the thing with Calgary, okay? They've are their star players really superstars now? You know, is Johnny Gaudreau a superstar still? Is Sean Monahan a superstar still? Are they in that hmm. top thirty of NHL I would talent? Gaudreau is. Yes, uh, yeah, I'm glad Gaudreau you said is that. For sure. I'm glad yeah. you said that. Even though he had a quote unquote off year last year, I don't know what it's about Johnny Gaudreau, but even when I was watching games last year with Calgary playing, he's still a guy that gets a lot of chances. 
he finds a way. He yeah, finds a way. Really, really shifty. Really, really shifty. Well, he had 90-some points one year, no? Yeah, he, he's a great player, man. He's a great player, and I think that he gets a lot of ridicule for what he does in the playoffs. And I was in Calgary right after the playoffs, and my, my family that cheers for the Flames, and I've said this many times on the network, right? Calgary Flames fans, they're so fucking passionate, bro. They're so passionate. They're real. They're real, and they're real loyal, but they they right now are not not loving Johnny Gaudreau. Johnny Gaudreau. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew, there's one player not. Oh, sorry. No, sorry go, no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go, okay. go ahead. If there's one player not to love, wouldn't you think maybe Sam Bennett? Sam Bennett, right? He was so big in the playoffs. He's never going to live up to the hype anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, he's not. What is he? What is he? We don't even know. We don't even know. He he pulls up when the games matter in the playoffs, but in the regular season, he's kind of. I don't know. I don't. I don't watch enough Flames games to really have like a comparable. But I know there's a lot of frustration. With Sam Bennett, and again, there's there's still there's still some potential there. Uh, going to Matthew Kachuk, though, I, I think that dude's a fucking superstar. <laughs> what was I saying? That guy's one of the best players in the league, hands down. He, he's Calgary's best player, I would say. Yeah, no, he would be. He's what 22 years old. He probably should have been a Canuck, right? Like we can't yeah. front on that. Yeah, he should be here. Yeah, no, straight easily up, easily their best player. Easily their their best player after. I would still say after Johnny Hockey though. Like, Ooh. Kachuk's probably your next one up. Monaghan, there's something about Sean Monaghan that I really, really like, and it's probably the fact that he's so big and he does score those, you know, dirty kind of goals. But it's just one of those things where can you do it in the playoffs? And we've seen them not be able to do that in the playoffs. Like, they choked against Dallas. Like, you can't front on that at all. No, they they, they definitely did. It's just it's just one of those teams. They needed a shakeup, and now they... They got one. I mean, they have one of the best goalies, and I, I've said this a couple times on the program. If you have one of the best goalies in the league, you have one of the best players in the league. They, they have Jacob Markstrom, and as much as I don't like the fact that he's with Calgary, um, I, I still have a lot of respect for that dude, and I still think he's going to ball out this season. I really do. I really do. I, I don't know if, uh, man, the goaltending, man, the goaltending, I don't know if it gives them the edge over the Canucks, but they, they really do have... Strong fucking goaltending with Jacob Markstrom. Big Jacob Markstrom fan here on Sippin' on a 40. Let's go to Winnipeg. Winnipeg. I think Winnipeg's core, their best players. I think I think there's something there, and they, they, they might have the edge over the Canucks. Real talk. Real talk. At the front, you know, Shifley, Wheeler, Lane, who was kind of off last year. Josh Morrissey. You talked about Connor Halyabuck. Let, let's talk about, oh, why am I forgetting his name? Kyle Connor. They have some fucking skill up there, bro. Skill and they were injured, injured last year. Winnipeg could be a surprise team. They could be the best team in Canada next season. Maybe, maybe, in my opinion. Potentially. The only thing about Winnipeg that actually scares me is actually their their cap hits for players that are over what 30. Straight yeah. Stastny still making six and a half. Why'd they do that? Like Eight million or something. Why'd they do that? I don't know. That's the thing, right? Because the line they had maybe a bit of an off year the last year or so. Yeah, he he has, he has, and he, but he's still so dangerous. Um, who knows though? Is he going to live up to that quote unquote goal scoring phenom hype that he had in year one? Can he do it? Can he be that fifty goal guy? Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. In my opinion, I think Winnipeg is is the best team out of the western side side of Canada. Yeah. I, how many teams do you think will make the playoffs based off division rankings? Two. Three and the rest is up to like wild card in the West. Or how is it going to work? How is this um, going to work? This is crazy. Yeah. That is a great question. Uh, well, for the Canadian division, 
You would say Winnipeg's probably not a lock, but Winnipeg's probably your best bet. No. Yeah. I want to say Vancouver, but I'm always still like, I don't know because with the team they have assembled now, they lost a lot and they didn't really get much back. Yeah. And that scares me that there's no more Tyler Toffoli. Man, I know, man, I know. But I'm still looking at the, the top. Again, we're, we're going across Canada because we're just focusing on the, the, the top heavy talent. That's all the Canucks have, okay? If the Canucks are going to have any hope next season, it's because of the top guys. So that's what we're doing on this episode of Sipping on a 40. Going across Canada. Let, let's go to Toronto. Toronto. Ah, oh, man. Is there a chance that Toronto completely drops the ball this season? And I know they didn't, quote-unquote, make the playoffs last season. They lost to Columbus. But I have this weird feeling where I think it might actually even go more south for a core that involves, you know, Morgan Riley, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Nylander, Tavares, Freddie Anderson. I just think there is actually a chance where <laughs> it, it gets worse. It goes south every year, though, you know, for, for them. Yeah. They got better defensively easy with uh, TJ Brody. Yeah. But offensively, again, it's top-heavy. There's no real grinder on that team, and we've been saying it for a while, especially on SCT. They don't have grind depth in a way it's all top heavy offensive talent they don't have the guys that sort of matter that you need in the playoffs and i hate saying that because i'm always about offense 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 but when you really think about it you need those grinders to win in the playoffs you need that bottom six to really step up i know and they they probably got rid of two of the better top six players in canada right uh, andreas johansson and uh and casperi Ka- kapanen i believe they got rid of both those guys and there were some yeah. there's some depth pieces in the bottom six, especially when you compare it to Vancouver. I mean, Vancouver has such a garbage bottom six. <laughs> Honestly, it's fucking trash, bro. It's it's embarrassing. And we could go to Ottawa and Montreal, but I don't really want to waste a lot of time, okay? I'm not comparing the Canucks to Ottawa or Montreal. What Montreal is doing right now, I'm scared for their fan base. They're spending a lot of money, and I know they're catering towards making sure Kerry Price and Shea Weber are taken care of, right? Older vets in the NHL, respected individuals, and now they're spending all this this ludicrous money trying to figure things out. I just don't see them having a very promising 2021. But you do never know in a condensed season where you're just playing Canadian teams. You, you do never know. Mm-hmm. Montreal is always that weird team as well that they always just somehow find a way. Real talk. They somehow They've been doing find that for the last decade. Look, uh, Canucks fans, Vancouver, I know the Canucks have lost a lot this offseason, okay? They, they have. And uh, all the other stuff, you know, the Stetchers, the Tanevs, uh, the Toffolis even, even though he only played 17 games and was missing for the first two rounds of the playoffs, the loss of Jacob Marstrom is going gonna, is gonna to be the biggest hole they'll have to fill. And it honestly might be impossible just based on how good he was. How like, Jacob Marstrom was fucking unbelievable for this team for two years. Straight up, straight up. And the thing that is, Markstrom, Markstrom, Markstrom shielded you, right? They, used, they shielded all of your weaknesses, shielded. your lack of a bottom six, your your defense. Is Demko going to do that? He did it for three games. Is he going to do that for 30? I don't know, man. Is it's going to be hard. And it's not that Holpe and Demko have to be like They don't have to just be good. They have to be fucking great. They have to be great. They have That's to be great. That's what scares me. Yo, real talk, man. And... uh I don't know, based off of three games, right? <laughs> based off of three <laughs> games, that could happen. Demko, they, they always talk about, you know, his his mental game and how sharp he is and how, how steady he is and how ready he supposedly is going into, you know, this scenario that's that's shaping up. And and in all honesty, there's there's no guarantee that 
that he's your starter. He knows that too. Yet he's entering a... Uh, nobody's really talking about that. I know we're talking about big extensions for Hughes and, and Patterson, but if Damko finds a way to get this job done, and, and they need great goaltending, if he finds a way to be great, he's going to pay too. He's going to pay too. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, he's got one more year left. He's making like a mill right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't fuck. think he's going to, you know, command uh, north of four? Dude, If he, he has to do well, right? He has to do yeah. well. And when you do well, you're getting paid more. And And to finish things off, we talked about Hughes and Patterson, right? We talked about how this organization has to rely on their top heavy skill to get the job done. I think people need to understand this too, right? We're all assuming that Quinn Hughes and Elias Patterson are going to make $10 million next year, right? They're, they're After next season, they're going to sign those max deals. If that's the case though, if they actually get paid that much, that means that they improved this, this, following, this, this next season, which, you know, could you know, close up some of those gaps that we lost this offseason. Just imagine this team of Quinn Hughes and Elias Patterson take the next step. That's scary because they're already so good, so young, so and we've seen good. them even prove it in the playoffs. Bro, they were fantastic in the playoffs. That's legitimate proof that these guys are fucking legit players, legit elite players, potential top 10 talent in this whole league because they came into the playoffs the first year in the playoffs against St. Louis and Vegas and put up numbers. Put up numbers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have said it before. The Canucks have never had players that have really done that. So young in their careers, be that successful in the playoffs. It's never happened. The Twins never really did it. You know, Nasland and whatnot, he was probably, what, in his mid-20s when he started to really do it in the playoffs and whatnot. They've never had this before. So it's if they're already this good now, yeah. what are they going to be in three years? Exactly. And we're talking immediately, right? Quinn Hughes first year, Elias Patterson second year. Um, again, I'm not the smartest individual. Who knows what Linden and Bure was doing right away in the early 90s. But that, that was remarkable to see what Quinn Hughes and Elias Patterson did, again, early in their NHL careers when the games mattered. Uh, that wasn't seen in, in Vancouver. Uh, th this city legitimately has fucking superstars. Uh, by the end of it, if they stayed their whole career here and they're able to, you know, live up to this potential that they've built up themselves, they will go down as the greatest Canucks of all time. 100%. Hands down. Hands, Hands down. down. Hands down. Ryan Lee Hall, AM730 SET Show. Thanks for hopping on this episode. A sip it on a 40, just talking about Canada. And, and yeah, I mean that, bro. It, it would be nice that if... Uh, you could hop on more in 2021. Let, let's just build this thing out, bro. Build this thing out. Take over the city. I will say, Sippin' is one of my favorite podcasts. Wow. To to. Thanks, bro. In Canuck World. It is. It is. Thanks, man. That, that, that means a lot. That means a lot. And the goal is to have it be, you know, a lot of people's favorites in, in the city. Actually, I think the goal is this, man. Okay, let, let's get a little sentimental here. I just want to create a, a good product, you know? A good product. And I think that's For what... Sure. You know, since you're here, and I always mention this too when people talk about the show, because you're not the first one that's actually said that. I actually really appreciate when people come on and they talk about, yo, this is a different show. This is uh, this is what I love. And I know the masses don't know about it yet, but I do believe that in our studios, we, we want to innovate and change the game. And we want to build off what Botchford did, innovate, hockey coverage. And that's all we're trying to do. And I think you guys do it too. And Ryan, honestly, bro, I think you got to talk more, bro. I think you got to talk more. Straight up. I know you play that producer card, and you talk a little bit here and there, but, man, we need to hear yeah. hear your voice more in the city, especially because you're the traffic dude, bro. You're the fucking traffic yeah. dude in the city, okay? You calling the shots, navigating people through the streets. It's, it's time, bro. Talk more in 2021. Got to navigate Canucks Twitter? Yeah, I don't know about that, man. How am I trying, no. I'm, I'm trying to find Canucks YouTube, you know, real talk, because Canucks <laughs> Twitter, I, I love the people, and I love the, the energy, but I also, I also don't get it. It's not for me. I don't think it's for my soul. 
It is what it is. Thanks so much for hopping on, bro. No problem. Hey, okay, you're listening to Sipping on a 40. Okay, okay, thank you to Ryan for hopping on, doing his thing, being a superhero. Vancouver, Vancouver. Next time you, you see Ryan or you have a chance to send the dude a DM, just thank him, okay? You think Spider-Man is cool, right? You think Iron Man is cool? You think Batman is cool? Cat woman is that one? Well, what's her name again? Well, what's the cat called? Halle Berry? I don't know. Nonetheless, those superheroes don't fucking matter. All right? Bias for the West Coast. Vancouver. Vancouver. And Ryan doing everything, man, to make sure that your, your dad, your mom, yourself, your friend, get to work on time or get home on time. Because he's the man calling the shots, okay? He's up in the sky, I guess. Helping people. Can we can we give him another round of applause, please? I appreciate superheroes. Now, we talked about Canada, right? The Canucks opponents. Apparently, for the next, the next season coming up, 2021. And, uh, yeah, I do believe the Vancouver Canucks still have a really good chance replicating what they did last year. Just based on... Their opponents. I'm still a little optimistic here. That top heavy talent. And again, again, again. If the Canucks have to use $20 million plus to keep Quinn Hughes and Elias Patterson happy, that only means that they had unbelievable, real talk, unbelievable seasons. That only means they got better. And if they get better, that means the fucking team got better. Straight up. Straight up. That's it, though. I got to go. Been a busy day. We just downloaded NHL 21 at the studio. That's how I'm ending my night off. My name, Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E. B-H-A-W-A-N. Find me on OnlyFans if you're, <laughs> if you're into that, okay? All right. Solid 7 out of 10. That's what I'm at, I guess. Maybe. Who knows? And I show it all on, on OnlyFans. <laughs> That's it, though. That's it. Go follow the rest of the Nux Misconduct Network by tapping or swiping wherever you listen to podcasts on the Nux Misconduct feed. We give you four shows. Yes, four shows for one swipe. We make your hockey life a little bit better. Nick Bondi coming in to do an interview on Saturday with someone. With someone. All right. The dude's always banging out. Great conversation. Shout out to Nick Bondi, Real Talk. Can we give him a round of applause? We're just spreading the love, okay? We're just spreading the love. Trevor Beggs having a kid sometime next week. Are you kidding me? Future second best daddy of the year. About to come to fruition. I'm just so proud of the boys at the Nux Misconduct Network. Real Talk, Real Talk, Real Talk. Have a good morning. Yes, a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.